Hello, friends. Welcome to Trivia Over Tea, the quiz show podcast where we drink tea and play trivia. I am your host, Matthew Cook, and I'm here once again virtually with our scorekeeper, Carter Zanke. How are you today, Carter? I'm, I'm feeling really inspired today. I took a walk this morning and there were just like all these sticks on the ground and I saw some sticks that were like all together. I was like, I could use these to count. So now I'm here with my sticks and I'm ready <laughs> to be our scorekeeper. Well, that's great. Well, hopefully you have enough sticks because um, there's a lot of points available in this game. And to get those points, we have two fantastic contestants. First, we have Daniel. Hi, my name is Daniel Holzer. I'm a future ambulance chaser. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. Um, and then uh, we also have Phoebe. Hi, I'm Phoebe. I am an archaeologist, grad school student, um, fantasy enthusiast, and totally unprepared to answer any questions about roads. And I'm drinking some lovely green tea today. Cool. Well, thank you both for being here. Um, the prize for today's winner will be a tea bag sent to you in a special envelope and card made by my mother. And if you want a picture of that, please go visit our Instagram page or our Facebook page where you'll see it. It's very pretty. Um, and uh, as for the rounds, we'll have four rounds of questions, each with a slightly different format. And so without further ado, Carter will explain the rules for round one. Round one is our first general knowledge round consisting of five multiple choice questions for each of you. Correct answers here are worth 10 points each. Cool. Well, Dan, you are up first. Are you ready? Uh, yes, I am. All righty. Question one. What mountain located in Tanzania is the tallest in Africa? A, K2, B, Kilimanjaro, or C, Kosciuszko? Well, K2 is in Asia. I know that. Um, Kilimanjaro, I thought was in... Kenya could be wrong about that. I'm going to go with C. No, Kilimanjaro is the tallest mountain in Africa, and, and it's in fact in Tanzania. Damn. <laughs> um, it, uh, it rises to 19,341 feet, or 5,895 meters. Uh, Kosciuszko is in Australia. It's the highest point in Australia. And then K2 is in Pakistan. Alrighty, question two. Who was in command of the Allied forces in Europe in World War II? A. Dwight Eisenhower, B, Douglas MacArthur, or C, John Pershing? I'm going to go with B. No, Douglas MacArthur was command of the Allied forces in the Pacific. <laughs> Dwight Eisenhower was in Europe. And then John Pershing was World War I, not World War II. Question three. At Valley Forge, the Continental Army was trained by what Prussian military officer? A, Francis Marion, B, Baron Friedrich von Steuben, or C, Wilhelm von Inhausen und Knüphausen. There is a street right near my house, right near Valley Forge Park, named von Steuben. I'm going with that. That is correct. Question four. Which U.S. president was nicknamed his rotundity? Was that A, John Adams, B, Benjamin Harrison, or C, Theodore Roosevelt? I'm pretty sure I know this one, and I'm pretty sure it's John Adams. That is correct. And that was because he wanted the president to be styled His Majesty the President. And um, his opponents seized the opportunity to mock him and his girth. So question five, which economist wrote an essay on the principle of population, a pessimistic view of population growth? A, Adam Smith, 
B, Thomas Malthus, or C, David Hume? Uh, Malthus, B. Correct. All righty. Would have been embarrassing if I didn't get that one. I was going to say, yeah, that was, I, I, I'm very glad that you got that right. Phoebe, are you ready for your questions? I may not be ready, but I am here. <laughs> okay. Well, and, and showing up is half the battle, really. It is. Question one. A copy of the T206 baseball card of what Pittsburgh Pirate Hall of Famer, born February 24th, 1874, recently sold for over $3 million? A, Babe Adams, B, Ty Cobb, or C, Honus Wagner? I may be from Pittsburgh, but I know nothing about baseball. Uh, uh, C? Correct. And a, a copy of the card is in the Heinz Museum. Oh, I should know that. <laughs> That's why, yeah. Question two. The Oracle of Delphi is dedicated to which god? A, Zeus, B, Hermes, or C, Apollo? This one, I, I've got to know. I wrote my senior thesis about this. It's C, Apollo. That is correct. Question three. What river flows through the Grand Canyon? A, Colorado River, B, San Bernardino River, or C, the Salt River? Imagine if I said B. No, uh, I go with A, Colorado River. <laughs> that is correct. Question four. French composer Jean-Baptiste Lully died of gangrene in 1687 <laughs> after what incident? A, he was shot in a hunting accident by King Louis XIV. B, he struck his foot with his long conducting stick. Or C, he cut his hand on a farm tool. Mm, all good possibilities, but I'm loving the romance of option A, so I'm going to have to go with A. No, it was B. Oh. He struck his foot with his long conducting stick. Should have guessed. Yeah, he was, uh, he was leading an orchestra for a performance to celebrate uh, King Louis XIV's recovery from surgery. Um, and he got really upset at the orchestra and slammed his conducting stick down. Unfortunately, it came down on his foot. Um, gave him a bad infection, but he wouldn't let the doctors amputate his foot because he wanted to keep dancing. However, he then died. So, mm, yeah. Unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Question five. The Spanish-American War was sparked by the sinking of what ship? A, Maine, B, Lusitania, or C, Arizona? Oh, oh, all ships. Hmm. All ships. Uh, all, all, all important and significant ships. I'm going. Yep. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with A. That is correct. Um, yeah, the Lusitania was sunk uh, during World War One, and then the uh, USS Arizona was sunk at Pearl Harbor on December seventh, nineteen forty-one. Well, that is the end of round one. Carter, can you give us the score update? Uh, we have. Uh... 30 sticks over here uh, for Dan and uh, 40 sticks over here uh, for Phoebe. So it looks like we're pretty close. Before we move on to round two, we're going to try something a little bit different this week. We're going to have an audience question. And how this is going to work is I'm going to ask a trivia question to you, the audience, and you will submit your answers to me either... Uh, by messaging uh, the Trivia Over Tea page on Facebook or on Instagram at Trivia Over Tea. You, know, you can send me a carrier pigeon, a fax. I don't really care. Just get me your answer. And then I will pick one and announce the winner on next week's show. So this week's audience question is, 
Who is the only U.S. president to hold a patent? So put your thinking caps on, figure it out, and uh, send me your answer. All righty, now it is time for round two. Carter, can you please explain the rules? Absolutely. Round two consists of five questions directed to each of you, and they're on the same topic. Correct answers here are worth double, so 20 points. And if a player gets a question wrong, then your opponent will have the chance to give the correct answer for 10 points, or half the total value. Mm. Lots at stake here. Dan, are you ready for your questions? Uh, I hope so. Hope I can make up the 10-point gap. Well, Dan, your questions are about the Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Question one. I'm going to (laughs) lose. Question one. The Lord of the Rings is the centerpiece of the fantasy world created by what British author? J.R.R. Tolkien. Correct. Although collected by Christopher Tolkien. Also correct. But you only get 20 points for that. Question two. What book, published 17 years before the main trilogy, follows the journey of Bilbo Baggins and the 13 dwarves to reclaim the Lonely Mountain from Smaug? The Hobbit, or There and Back Again. Correct. Question three. What collection of stories, published posthumously in 1977, details a wide array of events that took place before The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, including the creation of Ea and the downfall of Beleriand? I only pretended to read it for my class on the subject, but I think it's the Silmarillion. That is correct. (laughs) Question four. One of the most notable sections of the Silmarillion involves the history of what island kingdom ruled by men, which was sunk by Eru after the island's ruler, Ar Farazan, attempted to to invade Amon. I got got nothing. Um, I'm going to go with Gondor. I know that's not right. No, Phoebe. Um, I don't know that one. <laughs> this is Numenor. Shoot. Uh. Yeah. And question five. The inscription on the one ring is written in the black speech of Mordor using what script shared by many of Middle-earth's languages? I'm going to go with the Dungeons and Dragons answer and just say common. No, Phoebe. Well, it's written... It's it's in black speech, which is the speech of Mordor. But um, is it written in uh, not Quenya? What's the other Elven? Is it in Sindarin? No, uh, the answer is Tanguar. All right. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Tolkien also used Tanguar to write English, and most of the written samples of the script are in that language. All righty, Phoebe, your questions are about ancient Rome. Oh God. <laughs> All right. Question one. The founding of Rome is often credited to what pair of brothers who, according to legend, were raised by a she-wolf? Good old Romulus and Remus. Correct. Question two. During the Republic Republic period, Rome was ruled by what pair of executives popularly elected to one-year terms? Oh, um, does it start with the... Consul, the consuls. Correct. Whew, whew, I, I nearly had all of my life flash before my eyes there. <laughs> Ooh, that would have been embarrassing. Question three. What institution established near Rome's founding and persisting in Rome more than a century after the fall of the Western Roman Empire was a deliberative and advisory assembly consisting of rich and powerful men within the city? Hmm. I think I have to go with the Senate. That is correct. The Roman Senate. Yes. Question four. The empire reached its territorial peak during the rule of which emperor 
known for his military prowess and extensive public works projects? Hmm, it's a good question. Um, is it is it Trajan? Is it Trajan? Oh, it's Trajan. Okay. Oh, sorry. Well, <laughs> I, I didn't really, well yes, that was. I it was my first guess anyway. It's fine. Cool. Yeah, that that is that it's is fine. correct. <laughs> He was the second in a group known as the Five Good Emperors. Yes. Uh, and question five. The Romans were among the first civilizations to have a lottery system, with the most infamous lotteries occurring during the rule of this teenage emperor, who included joke prizes such as the body of a dead dog, a hive of bees, getting enslaved, and being executed with the real ones. Hmm. Who were the teenage emperors? I might have to go with my buddy Caligula. No, it was not Caligula. Dan? I was also going to guess Caligula, but now <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to think of something else. The obvious choice. <laughs> I'll go with Julian the Apostate. I know that's not right. <laughs> no, this is um, uh, Elagabalus. Or oh, is it Galba? Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, Heliogabalus or Antinous. The boy emperor was also oh. known for putting lions in his guest bedrooms, feeding palace patrons food made of wax and stone whilst he ate real food, and replacing the statue of Jupiter with a statue of Elagabal, the deity which lends him his historical name. It should be noted that the Romans were not the first people to conduct a lottery as the Han dynasty of China used a lottery system to finance large projects as early as 200 BC. What a fun guy. So fun. We love teenage Roman emperors. And I would like to thank my brother Mason who wrote the questions um, about ancient Rome and Lord of the Rings for today's show because I don't know much about either of those topics. So thank you, Mason. And now we are at the end of round two. Carter, can you please um, tell us what the score is? Y'all are rapidly dwindling my stick supply. Uh, we have uh, 60 for Dan in that round and 80 for Phoebe in that round. So that puts Phoebe at 120 and Dan still pretty close behind at 90. Still anybody's game. All righty, now it's time for round three. Carter, can you please explain the rules? Yes. So round three is our second general knowledge round, and there'll be five questions for each of you. Correct answers here are worth 30 points, and like in round two, if you get one wrong, your opponent will have the chance to answer for 15 points. All right, Dan, are you ready for your questions? I very much hope so. Okay, question one. Which interstate highway is known as the Pennsylvania Turnpike for over 300 miles in the Keystone State? I-91? No. Phoebe? Is it 74? No. 76? Ugh. 76. No. It literally runs like a two-minute walk from my house. I, I should know this. I feel bad. Yeah. And, and it's not far from Phoebe either. No, but I know nothing about roads. It's fine. Okay. Well, question two. What arrested development actor provided the voice for BoJack Horseman? Uh, I know his character in arrested development. Um, he played the older brother, um, the one who did magic. Can't think of his name. I'm blanking. I can't think of it. Phoebe? Um, no, I've got nothing. <laughs> it's Will Arnett. Question three. In Greek, Philadelphia literally means what? City of brotherly love? Correct. Just brotherly love, but yes. <laughs> Question four. 
what economist was an advisor to President Reagan called Keynesian theory, quote, naive and was one of the most influential economists of the 20th century as a member of the Chicago School of Economics? Uh, my professors always talked about hating this person. Um, hmm, I have no idea. <laughs> Phoebe? I really am not equipped to answer any questions about economic people. <laughs> okay. The answer is Milton Friedman. Oh. And finally, question five. Studies have found that regularly drinking tea has numerous health benefits, including re reducing one's risk of what class of diseases that involve the heart or blood vessels? Heart attack? No. High blood pressure? Uh, no. Phoebe? Um, I don't know what sort of category you're looking for. Would it be too broad to say pulmonary? Um, I don't know. Oh boy, <laughs> this is this is testing my my anatomy knowledge. I don't think that this is right. The answer is cardiovascular disease. Oh, yeah, probably not. Yeah, I don't I don't think that that's included in that. All righty, Phoebe, are you ready for your five questions? Ready as I'll ever be. Okay, question one. Which interstate highway, running from Charleston, West Virginia, to Erie, Pennsylvania, passes west of downtown Pittsburgh and crosses the Ohio River at Neville Island? Um, is that is that seventy nine? It is seventy nine. Oh, please, praise the Lord. Okay. <laughs> Question two: What number appears on all Heinz bottles, which is in reference to the myriad varieties of products available? Fifty seven. Fifty seven. Very good. Oh. Question three, what technology entrepreneur co-founded Apple with Steve Jobs? Is it Tim Cook? No. Dan? No. Is it Wozniak? It is Wozniak. Tim Cook is the current CEO, but it was Steve Wozniak who was co-founder. Question four, Pittsburgh is named for William Pitt, who held what British political position? Um, was he an ambassador? No. Dan? I'm, I'm stuck between like some sort of military leader or a colonial governor. I'm going to go with colonial governor. No, he was prime minister. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, and question five. Another major health benefit of tea is lowering what, which reduces the risk of a person dying of a stroke, among other things? Uh, blood pressure? Correct. All righty, now we're at the end of round three. Carter, can you please give us a score update? Well, we have uh, 90 for Phoebe from that round and 45 for Dan. So in total, that puts us 210 for Phoebe and 135 for Dan. So now it is time for round four, our final round. Carter, can you please explain the rules? Yes, round four is our showdown. And now you two will be asked to write down your answers to the same three questions. And correct answers here are worth 40 points, so it still could be anyone's game. Alrighty. Dan, Phoebe, are you ready? Ready. Yes. Alrighty, question one. Who is the only former Speaker of the United States House of Representatives to become President of the United States? Do we have our answers? Alrighty. Dan, what is your answer? Andrew Johnson. Phoebe? Biden. <laughs> no, Biden was never in the House. I don't know that Andrew Johnson was ever in the House either. I think he was a senator. The answer is James K. Polk. Ah, of course. Way back, way back. Question two. 
What is the uh, what is the dwarf planet located beyond Pluto, which is named for the Greek goddess of strife and discord? All righty, do we have answers? Dan, what is your answer? Eris. Phoebe. I also wrote Eris. Well, you both are correct. Woohoo! And finally, question three. What U.S. national park contains Triple Divide Point, where water on the west side drains to the Pacific, water on the south and east side drains to the Atlantic, and water on the north side drains to the Arctic Ocean? Okay, Dan, what is your answer? Yellowstone? Phoebe? I wrote Glacier National Park. The answer is Glacier National Park. <laughs> the river owns the floodplain. <laughs> Very good. Yes, the um, water on the south and east side drains to the Atlantic via the Mississippi. Um, the water on the north side drains to the Hudson Bay, which then drains into the Arctic Ocean. All righty. Well, we've reached the end of the game. Carter, what's the final score? Well, it, this could be wrong because my counting methods have been somewhat, you know, primitive. But I think we have a new high score for Trivia Over T, which is Phoebe with 290 points. Whoa. And then, right, Dan with 175. Congratulations, Phoebe. You are today's winner. Do you have anything you'd like to say? Yes, I'd like to thank the Academy, of which I'm not a part, uh, and all of my friends and family. That's wonderful. Congratulations, Phoebe. Well, that's our show today, everybody. Thank you for uh, uh, Dan and Phoebe for being on the show today, as well as Carter Zanke for being our scorekeeper and Mason Cook for composing the music. And thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe to Trivia Over Tea on your preferred podcast platform and leave us a review if you enjoyed it. Check out our website, triviaovertea.podbean.com. Like us on the Facebook and follow us on Instagram at Trivia Over Tea. Feel free to message, to message us there if you have any comments or suggestions regarding the show. And tune in next week when we have two new contestants and 33 more fantastic questions. Thank you. See you next week.